0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another special edition to The Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird, and with me, we have a very special guest today, uh, Master Sergeant Hetman from the United States Army Reserve. Master Sergeant, how are you today?
1: I'm doing fine. Thank you.
0: Great to have you on, and uh, thank you for your service. Appreciate it. I'm an Army vet myself, so it's always nice to uh, speak to a, a brother-in-arms, so uh, appreciate your time today. Um So let's jump right into this, um, because I I know you're very busy. So, Master Sergeant, can you tell our listeners a little bit about uh, your military history uh, and where you're at today?
1: Well, uh, where I'm at today, I work for the Office of the Chief of the Army Reserve. I'm actually a reservist, and I'm here... um, on loan from my unit to uh, to assist the uh, strategic equipping division. Um, my service a- a- encompasses about 30 plus, 31 plus years. I've had five deployments, uh, four of them overseas. Um, I have a family of four. Um, my wife of thirty-seven plus years, plus I have seven grandchildren. So you can see my life is uh, is a busy
0: one. You stay pretty busy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that, that's how. How do you manage to to, to juggle all of that?
1: Well, it's um, it's more or less between my ADD and trying to balance all these multitask, uh, I got pretty good at it over the years. Um, that's why I went into business for myself uh, when I went into the construction industry. I found that I had the aptitude to uh, multitask, plus um, working for somebody else wasn't uh, in my cards. I always liked to be independent and a self-starter.
0: So, so, so you're in, you're in the, you're in the reserves, uh, right now, you, you have a family, you're a grandfather and you're a business owner. And this is folks, those of you that are listening right now, this, this is what the show is all about. This is a prime example right here. We have a true Patriot, somebody that's serving their country, um, who's a business owner has got a family and the, the show is called the decision hour. So master starting, what we want to know is what prompted you to make that decision to start your own business and be, and to become an entrepreneur.
1: Well, um, I worked for a lot of other people. I worked for the government for a while and I saw these guys uh, that I did work for making all this money off of my back, off of the skills and the knowledge that I had. And I I was looking for a position to to do something in life. And I tried auto body and and a bunch of other hands on stuff. And I finally found that carpentry was something different every time, which, which made my life a lot more interesting. So I started to do research and figure out, okay, well, what does being a self-employed business owner entail? So I took some IRS courses, I took some courses in college. I also um, took the uh, Massachusetts uh, Construction Supervisor exam, which was not an easy exam. But I had been working part-time doing construction, so I had some background and knowledge. And I just looked at the money and looked at uh, the freedom to do what I want, Um, the amount of time that I was able to dedicate to my family, and my family was everything. I I just turned things into a, uh, into a, a schedule to where I said, well, you know, the kids are home for the summer from school. I'm going to do this project. I have a week between that and I spend time with my kids. I, I uh, put two kids through college doing this. Um, I'm well known throughout the construction industry. Um, a lot of people have uh, asked for my advice, including my suppliers. Um, I also built projects while I was on the Army Reserve uh, deployments, uh, both in Iraq and Afghanistan. I, uh, I built some... Uh, Facilities for them, along with working with some of the engineers, even though um, my primary MOS is transportation. So, even the Army Reserve, when I had an opening, I would look to say, okay. Um, they need somebody to deploy here for 16 days. I say, okay, put me in for that. And I would schedule everything a- accordingly. Um, what was great about the Army Reserve is the classes that I got to take going up in the ranks between the, the NCO classes. That leadership classes really helped me to understand and how to motivate people to get jo- get a job done. Um, I had five employees working for me at the time, and uh, it was just phenomenal. The guys that would uh, work for me knew that um, I was going to treat them fairly, that I, uh, I knew what I was doing, and that they had the confidence in me, along with my soldiers in the Army Reserve had a lot of confidence in me.
0: So I got. that brings up a, a lot of questions. The first one I have, you're talking about the Army Reserve right now. Um, and and you were a transportation guy i was a transportation guy myself you you're doing a lot of construction but i want i want to touch base on on the reserve component real quick are you finding that of the, the newer privates and, and the new recruits that are coming in right now are they getting into mos's that um uh, that they're you that you know as they transition out that they're using in the civilian uh civilian sector that's part one of that question then the second part of it you know you, you, you're talking about construction what area of construction is that a field i know there's some engineer you know, battalions in the National Guard that I'm used to to talking with, are you seeing a lot of those guys getting out and, and utilizing those skills in the civilian sector?
1: Oh yes, definitely. Um, I have three MOS's. Um, my first MOS was as an MP, and a lot of the guys I served with, guys and gals I served with, uh, were police officers, corrections officers, stuff like that. And as far as the engineer units, I have a couple of engineer units that I have talked to in the past. Uh, most of them in the construction trade um, between, uh, I would say, not just construction, but uh, the trades per se, plumbers, electricians, And I was able to connect with a bunch of them and have them do work on some of my projects. So there's a huge advantage there. Um, If you'd wanted to go into the Army Reserve, you uh, obviously and wanted to be an electrician, you'd be sent to school. That's a a great asset. So you don't want to be self-employed. At least you got that school, you got paid to go to that school, and that's a a, a valuable tool when you're applying for positions uh, in different corporations or different companies.
0: Serve our, serve our great country and learn to trade and get paid by doing it. I can't think of anything better. That's what I love about the what, what I love about our military and the Army Reserve. So please continue.
1: Oh, oh yeah, and, and and along with our regular civilian school, or universities or, or even community colleges, you get paid to go to school. Uh, you know, after your third year. Um, in the Army reserve, your your school's being paid for, and colleges. Today's uh, budget crunch. Colleges are are. Trying to get all these military soldiers uh, into their college because they know that's that's guaranteed funding for that from that soldier. Um, It's just so many great benefits. Um, I I increased my uh, my bottom line increased by double when I went to college. Uh, Between advertising and understanding the market and everything, um, that, that was a huge huge advantage.
0: Yeah, and 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 I couldn't agree more with you. I I, I went and, and used my uh, my education benefits that I got from the military. Went to school, got a bachelor's degree. and I'm currently using the rest of it up for a, a master's program right now, and uh, again, just great benefits. And you know, I learned I learned a lot of different things in the nine years that I was uh, in the military. Um, you know, I want to go back back to the the, the the real briefly to the to the construction. What type of construction? Um, do you see? And, like, and this is kind of an ignorant question because I really don't know and I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that don't know about this, but when you say construction, are we talking residential? Are we talking commercial? And then what type of construction? Are we talking framework, roofing, plumbing, or, or all the above?
1: Well, when I started my business, my brothers were uh, involved in my business and they faded away only because they wanted to do new construction. And I, I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. I said, no, you need to do uh, more uh, commercial or renovation, where there are more buildings uh, out there, and we're finding out in the market um, that there's a shortage of uh, construction guys who understand renovation. Uh, new construction, I always lo- has looked at that as okay. You know, you got a drawing, you're putting these parts together, you're putting it up. There's really not as much brain work, or or I should say brain work, but analysis going in to uh, how that building's going to go up. Now in renovation. It's totally different. You have to analyze the building, the structure, the load, and everything else. And I find that there is more work in renovation, and obviously the pay is higher. Um, so I've stuck with uh, mostly um, residential renovation, uh, some commercial, but I, I find that uh, dealing with people one-on-one has been pretty rewarding. I mean, some of the customers I've had I've had for years. Um, I don't advertise and I use word of mouth, and I seem to be doing pretty well. So um, I would I would suggest that individuals go into that. Now I pulled up um, off off of. Um, USA Today. Some of the issues that's going on when it comes to finding skilled labor. Um, USA Today since the, since the last um, housing crash, um, there is a huge shortage of skilled labor when it comes to the construction industry. Both, uh, not both, but uh, for plumbers, electricians, and construction guys like myself who do framing. I'm a general contractor, so I monitor pretty much most of the trades working on a single project, I manage all of those trades.
0: Now, why do you think there is such a decrease in those fields right now when there's such a high demand for them? Is it it the lack of of knowledge and people not qualified for those positions or...
1: Well, the last crash, uh, the, the normal tendency for people when the, uh, the work goes down is they go and find something else, and they embed themselves into something else. And now they're out of that type of market, um, and all of a sudden, the market rebounds back again, and those people are already employed somewhere else doing something else. So now you've got a, a, a labor shortage or an individual shortage um, in those certain trades. I can tell you that in Massachusetts, uh, my my plumber makes no less than eighty nine dollars an hour. <laughs>
0: wait, wait, wait a minute, I'm sorry. Let me. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, Master. Did you say, how, say that again? How much an hour?
1: Eighty nine dollars an hour. Wow. And that's considered low there. A plumber will not come to your house for anything less than two hundred dollars, and not even do anything just to analyze what you have if you have a heating problem or or a plumbing problem. It's it's a Open trade, I get calls all the time, and I'm here on active duty uh, for the reserves, and I get called by uh, different companies to say, when are you gonna be done, when are you gonna be done? they're, they're hurting, especially after this last winter up in, up in the north where they had all the snow. They had a lot of ice damage, roof damage. Um, mm-hmm. uh, water got into the walls of the homes, stuff like that. So there's a huge, huge desire to get individuals up there to get this work done. And everybody's drawing upon their uh, homeowner's insurance to pay for it. So there's money there.
0: Are you, are you finding a lot of... Uh you know, guys that you've been in the in the reserve with that that have those skill sets, that have their own companies, or if they don't have their own companies, are you know are you, are you are you you know recommending them to kind of push push them to get into that more of that field, or are, are you seeing more of that happening now?
1: I am I am uh, a lot of them are disillusioned by a lot of the jobs that they applied for some of them in the service industry working for Walmart and all those other ones really don't pay that much and there's real no there's really no future in looking at staying in those jobs. Those are kind of temporary, some kind of temporary fix. This kind of work um, is, there's no robot that's going to replace anybody in construction that I know of, no robot whatsoever. So there's always going to be a need for uh, for hands-on individuals who can uh, do these trades in mass do you have to have a license for pretty much anything in mass now uh, unlike virginia uh, Massachusetts is very strict when it comes to building codes um, you you definitely have to have a license because uh, building inspectors will go around and they'll see you working uh, unlicensed and they'll shut you down.
0: Or, or, is it easy to and I and, and I ask this because I really don't know, but is that is it easy to obtain a license through through you're using the state of Massachusetts for an example? So let's use that. I mean, is it, is it is there is it a, a, a tedious process to go through?
1: Um, no, you just take the test. Um, you need uh, X amount of years background, in other words, to um, understand what the uh, building code book is uh, requires. But the building code book is on digits. It's online. You can study that book from there. Um, if anybody needed any information, they could call me or even a building inspector, um, and they could give them some information about, you know, what code is required for, for a 2x6 wall when it comes to insulation, stuff like that but it's all online so anybody can study that and it's free online nice. on the state gov line it, it uh excuse me site it's it's free i go on there all the time because the codes change every four years or so the codes start to change
0: okay i want it-
1: to it, it apply to take the test the test is given multiple times during the year
0: so really just, oh, I mean, if the guy wants there, if a, you know, say a guy or a gal, if, if somebody wants it bad enough, uh, just go to the state, basically the state website and, and, and look up when they're testing and... and paid you know, yeah. pay pay. Them. I'm assuming there's a, there's a some type of fee that that might be involved to take the test, uh, if I'm not yep, mistaken.
1: A, um, I think it's a hundred dollars. I mean, it's a hundred dollars for me to renew my license every two years. It's about a hundred dollars to take that test. All right. It, the last test I took was a while ago. Um, you know, I think it was fifty questions, and it's multiple choice. I mean, it's open book, but you. I mean, you can tab the book. The book's pretty fat, um, but uh, a lot of stuff you gotta know and and your math skills need to be up there as well
0: gotcha gotcha and I think this is a great opportunity for, let's say, guy, you know, guys and gals that are that are service members uh, looking into looking to transition out that that may not have thought about this this field. You know, it, it, it seems like it's in pretty high demand. I, you know, I'm uh, I'm in Arizona right now and in the housing market down here, you know, some of the builders are, are starting to hire again. You're starting to see more, you know, development communities go up, which which, you know, as you know, brings in, uh, you know, contracts. Contractors, you know, plumbers, you know, et cetera, uh, to, you know, to build these, these homes, these model homes and, and these, uh, you know, developments. And, and sometimes those developments take, you know, depending how big the development that's, you know, that could take a few years. Uh, and that's, yeah. that's income that's in, and that's a great opportunity, I think, uh, for our service members that are looking to, to transition, uh, back into the uh, civilian community. Are, are you? And, and again, I, I, I the reason, folks. I, I keep hitting on. Uh, you know, we have a lot of military listeners, a lot of veterans that are out there. Maybe this is something that you haven't thought about doing. Um, obviously, this stuff is in high demand. I, I know. Uh, i have a family member who is a is a journeyman electrician and he travels he lives in a fifth just bought a fifth wheel and he decides i'm going to travel the country and go to job he has a job every he's, he's never not had work you know he finishes one job they're already asking him in another state to go there he goes takes a test gets licensed and he's there for six seven months however long the job is um and then he's off to the next place he moves around gets to travel and he, he makes a lot of money doing it um and it's in and that's that's just another option uh, when you're talking the the construction field, on top of that, you know if if you have if if you're in the service, whether it's the uh, the Army Reserves or, or, or another branch, and you're doing some type of construction, when you get out, utilize those skills that the military paid you to 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 go to school and, and use. I, I know I uh, we had talked earlier. I mentioned that I was transportation. <laughs> Uh, I got out, I was a truck driver, it was an 88 Mike, for for those of you that that are listening, that are in the Army. Uh, When I got out, I was, you know, I went, took the test first time go, uh, and got a CDL license and after driving semi over the road for about a year, realized it wasn't my thing, but I, I, I did it for the military, um, for, for a portion of six years, um, in my nine year career loved every minute of it. It was, it was was great. And it was tools, uh, that I wouldn't have learned, I don't think hadn't I was was in the military, but it allowed me to when I transitioned out, I had a fallback plan. I had something uh, my go to uh, because I was used to doing it uh, already. And I think that's important, uh, especially uh, in a career field like like this with construction you know, if, if you have that, and you have the tools, the military, you've already been trained, you know, the government's trained you uh, to do a, a, a job. Come on out when you're when you're when you're making that transition. And by all means, Master Sergeant Hammond, you know, wh- what are your thoughts on that? Are you, you know, it. When people are transitioning I out, the, I mean... The demand is there. Yeah. Uh,
1: the USA Today, uh, the associated general contract is 86% of commercial builders said they're having trouble filling hourly or salaried positions. And that's up from last year. Last year it was 83%. So there's a de- definite trend there to fill these, these slots. And it is a good job. It is a good job to be able to look at a project that you did and walk away and say I did that uh, there's a lot of pride in that and uh, all my customers know I'm in the Army Reserve and all of them uh, are appreciative of, of the service that we indeed do um, all service members doesn't matter whether you're Marines Army or Air Force it's, it's service to this country and I can tell you that uh, doing service is like having a, a, a drug addiction Yep. you can't help but do service to others yep. and the customers see it they, they see how our dedication is is there, our integrity you know the our selfless service all of those things that the army and the military has uh given you uh, or at least showed you and you you've adapted to um I did some work for um as a uh, a military contractor for Tapestry Solutions. And the PM who was in charge of us looked at me and says, you know, you need to put aside your military attitude. And I looked at him and I said, Did you know why they hired me? Because of my military attitude. It's that you're a colonel, you will always be a colonel, because that's what you've done for over 20 years. It is the benefit of those positions and that time, doing service to others is what made you. And use it because people recognize that you are there to serve, and and that was one of the biggest uh, compliments I received uh, from some of my customers. They said, "You know, you come here and you serve us, and then you serve the government too in the Army Reserve. That that's amazing. You're a, you're a, a definitely a different person than some of the people that we've seen. Uh, some contractors out there are just in it for the money. Yeah, okay, you, you want to make money, but." You also got to attach the the service part to it, and, and really be fair, be fair and honest. So the military has has pretty much sculptured me to to look at it, look at things in a different way, in in a positive way. And I think that for those that are going to transition out of the military uh, between uh, the uh, reduction in the military that's coming, I, I think you should look at it look at it as that you have assets that most people could use um, and that would benefit you and your family.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with you there. I, I really think this country in the next you know f- five years is going to see an increase in entrepreneurs. At least I'm I'm hoping that's what uh, starts trending is that we see a lot more entrepreneurs in this country uh, with the men and women that are transitioning out of our our military uh, yeah. right now. So, folks, again, you know you're listening to the Decision Hour. We have Master Sergeant Hetman from the uh, United States Army Reserves, uh, and, and again. Uh, the reason why we call this a decision hours, it's, it's all about making that decision. You're at a time or a point in your life where, uh, you've been you're playing around with the toe and you're in, you know, in the water, you know, take a jump, take the leap of faith, whether it's, you know, you're looking to get into upper management, you're looking to change careers or, um, you, even if you're looking to join the military, uh, or, or become your own business, uh, um, uh, entrepreneur make make that decision with that being said master sergeant i got uh just a few more questions for you here uh before i let you go um and and this might even just be for me quite honestly this is something i ask everybody is uh you know what made the you made the decision to join the military you know can you talk about that do you mind talking about that for for a minute or two
1: sure Sure, well, um, I'm probably dating myself, but uh, (laughs) I joined the military in 1975 uh, on active duty. Um, I was 17. I did um, uh, three years active duty and had met my wife, and my wife really wasn't a uh, good advocate to say, oh, I like the military. She really didn't like it, and we were young. I said, okay, uh, I'll get out. Well, uh, about uh, 1985 or so, I went fully self-employed. My kids were getting older, um, and I just felt this urge that I had to finish. I, I had to complete my, my service. So in 89, I enlisted for a year to see how it would work between my self-employment and uh, the military. And, and granted, I was uh, up in age. I was only an E4, and I was in my uh, upper 30s by then. And um, I joined this MP unit, and within that year, I said, you know what, I could do this, and I enlisted for six. After I enlisted, I applied for every NCO training school I could get to move up in rank. I had uh, senior NCOs come to me because of my prior background in the military, uh, serving with Vietnam vets, um, asking me advice on different um, exercises or different things that we were doing. and I found out that uh, my ability to mentor individuals regardless of rank um, was pretty much second to none. And then I I started to uh, understand more what the military is like between uh, going to these schools and I applied those techniques and and things like that to my civilian life. I said, you know what, if if this works for the military, it's gotta work for my business. So I I adopted obviously the seven uh, army values Applied them to my business built my business plan a little differently and the business started to take off pretty well Um, my wife saw a change in me from the reserves. Uh, Granted, she didn't like the deployments because of the separation. When my kids were much older, it was less of a drag on uh, her uh, managing everything, even though it was tough for her. Um, But I got the full backing of my family to go in the reserves. Um, I've been deployed, like I said, five times. Only two of those times was I ordered to go. The other times I was asked by some pretty high-ranking people. Um, like I said, I have three MOSs, so they drew upon that. Um, it's been a, a great, great run. I, I got to say, 31 plus years and my MRD is is next November. I'm I'll turn 60. Wow. Who look at me and say you're 60. You're an unbelievable shape. Yeah, well doing construction and, and trying to pass PT tests it will,
0: keep you, it will keep you in shape people used to ask me how come you didn't reenlist after after nine I, I, so jokingly I would say three reasons I was like push up, sit ups and two mile run I was like oh. I could do two out of the three so I could, oh, yeah. and it wasn't running So <laughs>
1: it's, um, it's not easy staying army reserve when it comes to age and the, your physical abilities um, but you know doing the construction and lifting stuff all day and, and working out all the time, that, that has an advantage and it, and it keeps you healthy.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not so much the PT test, but maintaining a health level um, so you have a decent life. But I, I, I definitely am looking to forward to retirement and only working 40 hours a week. <laughs>
0: Nice. <laughs> well, well, this master starting before one last thing before we let you go today. You know, if you had any advice for, you know, the, the men and women they're transitioning out and they're they're looking to become entrepreneurs, what advice would you give them today?
1: well, if you're active duty, no, no matter what the the, um, uh, the military sector you're in, go into the reserve. Um, at least that transition won't be like, one day you're military and the next day there is nothing there. Um, it's less stress on you and you've got all those skills. Uh, the amount of training that you received, and I know in the Army Reserve, this there's, there's probably a position that you could take up. Um, draw upon your school. Uh, the, the benefits that you earn earned from your school, use them. Because you can collect unemployment plus school, at least in Massachusetts, and, in, and the school funds that that you receive do not get deducted from your unemployment benefits. Oh, wow. So now you're in school, you've got a part-time job being the Army Reserve or, or even the Reserves, um, and you're attending school, and now you're moving forward for the future, for yourself and for your family. So I'd say hit on that education. Um, draw upon any kind of mentorship. Even people like myself, if you want to uh, call them and ask them questions, if you're in the construction and you need some information on, on certain things, um, use that that network. Definitely, if you're in a, in a construction unit or, or a maintenance unit or something like that and you're in that field, draw upon those fellow soldiers that you uh, serve with. That's a huge, huge asset in order to um, find different jobs. Uh, I just left the first armed position in a uh, transportation trucking unit. They, they haul flatbeds. And uh, all of almost all of them are truck drivers. So we had one individual who's an E4 that needed a job. We drew upon that collective group to find this guy a position, um, just because they were all into the, into that industry. And it's the same with, with uh, construction and anything else. A lot of guys are, are involved in it.
0: Family. Family. That's you know that's family. what it's about. It, it's exactly it's right. you know it, it it's a family. And, and I you know speaking from experience, and I know Master Sergeant Hetman will probably agree with me on this. But when you when you are in the military, you know you have your family at home, your wife, your kids, you know your parents, grandparents, who you know whomever. Uh, but then when you're in the military, you have a a, a family there as well. Uh, and 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 you know when you you have that type of family you draw off of each other and you take care of each other and that's and that's one thing i, I definitely miss about being in it is, is i miss the the uh, camaraderie and, and the uh, uh the men and women
1: yeah i remember the vfw and i go there and you can talk war stories
0: yeah all, oh yeah, yeah. love I it talk. Great advice by by a great American, folks. Uh, Master Sergeant Hetman, we appreciate your time with us today. Uh, Thank you for everything that you do. And uh, you always have an open mic here. uh, So when uh, you make that transition out and you decide, man, maybe I want to test the waters in the radio business a little bit more, feel free to give me a call. We'd love to have you on some more. (laughs) All
1: righty. Thank you for letting me
0: touch some of the soldiers on your radio station. We, We appreciate you. Thank you. Another great interview in the books today, folks. Appreciate you tuning in. Thank you to Master Sergeant Hetman. And a big shout out to the United States Army Reserve. Appreciate you letting him come on and talk with us today as well. Um, Folks, I really hope you took... Uh, Some notes today It had a lot of great information that master sergeant had shared with us If you're looking to make a career change or you're transitioning out of the military looking into the construction field uh, Get your education go back to school utilize your school benefits as well as maybe you're you're out there and you're listening to this show and you haven't served Army Reserve is a, a great opportunity for you. Make sure you get a chance to look into that as well That's all the time I got Today, folks, want to big, big special thanks to the Heroes Media Group. Go to heroesmediagroup.com, check out all the shows. Until next week, I'm Adam. You've been listening to The Decision Hour.